Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. question. I have that information. I'll be pulling it up as we speak. Um, (laughs) Until then, though, uh, your uh, listeners should know that we're starting at the New Jersey Institute of Technology uh, with a class that uh, local uh, engineer Tony Zambodi and I, uh, I'm an architect, 28 years, you might have mentioned um, already. I I just got on. we're going to be presenting uh, to a forum a little bit of a debate for, with the uh, civil engineering department heads uh, here, and their students are coming. It's a very exciting opportunity for us to present science-based uh, information about the destruction of all three World Trade Center skyscrapers on 9-11. So I'm looking forward to uh, sharing with uh, people in Torrington uh, how that went. And... Um, we uh, then go uh, down to New Brunswick, uh, and then we're in Woodstock, New York, and then over to Torrington. And after Torrington, we have Greenfield, 
and then um, uh, Massachusetts, and then Brattleboro, Vermont, over to Worcester, and then Boston up to Dover, New Hampshire, on up to Portland, Maine, for a couple of events up there, and then over to Lebanon. So it's a big uh, couple of weeks for us. Oh, and that's, I'm, that's very exciting. Sure. Are you finding there's more interest in it now, or more acceptance of our of of of, of the uh, you know the inside job, if you will, than uh, than there was? Well, and we don't know that it was an inside job. Um, it, all the evidence suggests such a thing. But since we don't have uh, proof as to who is responsible, what their uh, exact motivations uh, were, um, uh, how they got away with all of this, how these explosives were, were set in these buildings, uh, that's all speculation. We stick with the science-based forensic evidence and eyewitness testimony and video testimony that is very, very clear to prove that not just the Twin Towers, but this third skyscraper, World Trade Center Building 7, uh, fell at freefall acceleration straight down uniformly, symmetrically, into its own footprint on the afternoon of 9-11. Now, I believe, I, I wanted to say, because I, I think this, uh, you did this on, um, was it New Year's, or it was around the Christmas season, or New Year's uh, last year, uh, you had the... Um, uh, you had the collapse of the a video of the collapse uh, uh, of the trade centers uh, on the uh, uh, played against the uh, side of a, a major skyscraper in Times Square. Is that correct? Yes, we we certainly did. We this yeah. this was a, a thirty thousand dollar effort. Uh, um, yeah, I was very I was very 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 pleased to see that, and I. I was very surprised that uh, we didn't get you didn't get more reaction uh, to that. How, how did it uh, How did it play in uh, in Peoria? You know, Peoria. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Kidding. How did it play around the country? How did it play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We we, we have a lot it. of. How did it play in Peoria? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I see. I've never heard that phrase. That's funny. Um, I have been to Peoria, actually. We gave a presentation there, so uh, no. I, I should have picked up on that, Leo. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm very excited to su- suggest that the 9/11 Truth Movement uh, was very excited to show uh, millions of people in New York this video of uh, Building Seven coming down uh, and and the, in Times Square uh, and a 30 or 40 foot tall wrap around the corner uh, right. building there. Uh, it, people don't know. Our, our huge campaign was was dedicated to raising awareness in the public, and it says, "Did you know a third tower fell on 9/11?" In fact, most architects and engineers know nothing about the third worst structural failure in modern history. Um, this is absolutely unprecedented destruction of a skyscraper by fire. Uh, we've right. never had such a thing since or after, before, or after. 9/11, but here on 9/11 we have three, and we'll get to the twin towers in a minute. But I want your listeners to really understand that we're talking about a 47-story skyscraper, easily the tallest building in most of our states. And this this building, after witnesses hear explosions at 5:20 in the afternoon, this building drops like a rock suddenly, symmetrically, and at freefall acceleration. 
that means not one of the 82 columns in this building gave any resistance. And that is proof in and of itself for the, the, the explosive removal uh, or demolition of those right. columns. Right. Uh, also, the fact that the building comes straight down, uh, it doesn't fall over, indicates that all 82 columns were destroyed at once, i.e. within fraction of a second of each other. Do you right. think, right. or any of your listeners, yeah. or any of the professors at NJIT, do they imagine that those columns could be removed all at once by normal office fires, the stated reason of NIST's um, uh, so-called scientific analysis of this building's collapse. No, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous uh, what they come up with, which involves uh, expansion, thermal expansion of large span beams, pushing a girder off of its seat on this one column uh, called column 79, causing the internal cascading failure vertically through this building and then translating horizontally. All that happens in just seconds before then what they describe as the overall building collapsing straight down into its own footprint in under seven seconds. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. But, you know, anybody who saw that, anybody who witnessed that at all, no matter where they were on TV or, you know, there itself, uh, can't even – I can't believe anybody could doubt that it was a, demo, a, a, a professionally demolished building, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I can't believe it, especially if you're from New York and you've seen so many buildings go down, you know that way uh you know that that uh, it, it's beyond belief to me well that, that's, uh, that's the thing it it looks exactly like an explosive control yeah. demolition and yet and and, um, and, and, and this you have didn't even yeah. this didn't even you have the you they have didn't, silverstein they didn't, yeah you have silverstein uh admitting on television in an interview hold on, that yeah, hold, on we'll get back to, hold on hold on we'll get back to silverstein um, oh, sure, NIST sure, didn't sorry. Even look, ahead of myself NIST, here, I guess. NIST, NIST did not even look at the hypothesis of explosive demolition. In fact, they were charged by Congress with explaining how these buildings came down due to office fires, or right. and in the case of the Twin, twin uh, Towers, due to jet fuel. And yet, uh, and they say, they actually acknowledge, they, after claiming they never found any evidence for explosive demolition, they uh, acknowledged that they never looked for it and they, in writing. Uh, so this Got is incredible. It. And yet fires, their, their official cause and their first uh, hypothesis and only hypothesis, have never brought down a skyscraper ever. And these fires in Building 7 were few, small, and scattered. Mm, amazing. And, they, had, and they, they found thermite actually in the, in the basements. Uh, well, the, let's discuss that. I mean, you're talking about um, uh, f- f- structural engineers, uh, f- yeah. uh, the, the 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 cleanup workers, the iron workers, and the first responders. They're all talking about um, uh, finding uh, pools of, of molten steel. They call it. Uh, in the case yeah. of World Trade Center, structural engineer hey. himself, Leslie right. Robertson, is down there, and he says a river of steel. Flowing. Uh, and wow. Another five first responder says of uh, flowing like lava from a volcano. Wow. Uh, 
Wow. This is uh, that we have dozens of these witnesses appearing uh, in our video. Nine Eleven explosive evidence experts speak out, and they are. I, I, I saw it. In fact, I want to tell you, I posted it on my website. Uh, actually, I posted it up on Nine Eleven uh, this year um, in memory of it, and uh, it's a it's a great video, by the way. Very good. Thank you. Well, also, uh, it's very important. Uh, It's not just these credible uh, groups of individuals that find all this evidence. It's pouring out of the South Tower 10 minutes prior to its collapse, this yellow liquid, like like flowing out of a a volcano. Um, uh, It's it's clearly not uh, aluminum or anything else. It's glowing yellow, uh, which indicates temperatures uh, exceeding what these other materials uh, can get to. Uh, this and is, only the uh, thermite could do molten, that, really, as far molten, as you know, isn't it? Only use the thermite. Or, molten iron or steel. Now, we'll, yeah. I'll answer that question. Hold on one second. This, sure. um, this, uh, this, uh, the, the evidence for uh, molten iron is documented very carefully by FEMA uh, in their appendix C of their report that came out in May of 2002. They say right. they just do a metallurgical analysis on the few remaining pieces from World Trade Center 7 of structural steel, the rest having been illegally destroyed uh, and sent to China for recycling. But yeah, these, and they, didn't uh, they turn it into the USS Bush or something? They, they turned uh, all that, they, supposedly all the scrap iron was turned into they, some uh, they, uh, aircraft carrier or something, or destroyer or yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was about remember that. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> like they took everything was taken out within like a matter of I don't know forty eight or as as fast as they possibly can without any anybody being able to examine it. But you know, but it takes it takes twenty eight hundred oh, wow. de- it takes twenty eight hundred degrees to melt iron or steel. Where does that kind of temperature come from? These office fires, <sighs> even in the case of the twin towers, the jet fuel. Uh, yeah. it takes uh, it doesn't even get to 500 a thousand degrees we're talking temperatures exceeding that by three or four times what can do that well thermite is an incendiary used by the military to cut through steel like a hot knife through butter it issues molten iron as its byproduct at 4,000 degrees which can explain this phenomena where nothing else uh, makes sense to do it in yeah. fact What's found by the U.S. Geological Survey in their toxicological studies in all the World Trade Center dust is these uh, iron-rich microspheres, previously molten iron microspheres, found up to 6% of the dust samples. This is incredible because they have no explanation of how they got there, and yet it's a signature component of the World Trade Center dust. Well, this how, how would you get uh, iron microspheres, the diameter of a human hair, uh, comprising up to 6% of the volume of these dust samples? It's oh pretty God. amazing because uh, if you had uh, thermite cutter charges laced throughout the columns and beams in these buildings uh, and under explosive conditions, uh, that um, thermite releasing liquid molten iron it would be aerosolized by the uh, under these pressures, and it would cool uh, and form in it would fall in spheres uh, because that's what liquid does when it's aerosolized; right, right. it turns into a sphere because of the surface tension, and it cools and falls with all the dust. It's a natural, uh, simple explanation as to how 
they got there in the dust, and yet they provide no explanation whatsoever. But they thoroughly document this. R.J. Lee, in fact, an environmental concern uh, firm, also documents it very well. And not only that, but a small team of scientists led by Niels Herrett in Copenhagen uh, finds in their four independently collected samples that they find very high-tech form of thermite called nanothermite in these small red-gray chips. Um, And and in fact, uh, they zoom in, you know, 50,000 times with an electron microscope. They find these red-gray chips are composed of iron oxide and aluminum powder, the key ingredients of thermite. When they put them in a heater, they ignite and they produce what? The same exact spheres that are found in all the World Trade Center dust by the USGS. So we know where those spheres came from, in fact, this this, uh, nanothermite material. But I, now, now I know that you presented it, and I know that you've done stuff. stuff I mean, you're, 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 uh, the world has, has been aware of this now for because of your research um, for some time. But what is happening uh, to it? I mean, what what is there is there a possibility of reopening this uh, um, uh, the nine one one investigation or or no? Well, we certainly hope so. Uh, it'll take a, quite a will uh, on the part of the American people to look at the evidence, become aware of it. You, uh, were, become, you, uh, were you encouraged uh, at what at what Donald Trump said about 9-11? Um, uh, Donald Trump was said to have said a lot of things about 9-11 that he did not say. Uh, there is a, an article out that says that he called for a new investigation of Building 7. <clears throat> this is not the case. It's a no, but he, he didn't article. call for an investigation. He questioned it. Um, I, I saw him. I saw. I saw the speech that he did, and uh-huh. um, uh, the, you know, and uh, you know, just like he questioned uh, 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 McCain's uh, military record, he could, you know, his hero uh, worthiness. Uh, he questioned uh, the Jeb uh, George's Bush's involvement in 9/11. And um, he went. He was going after. Um, I think. He, yeah, he was. He was uh, going after Jeb Bush on that one. But uh, and, and but he brought that to the surface uh, about a month ago. And yes, uh, he's he, questioning uh, whether Jeb Bush kept us safe or not. Uh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, he wouldn't. And whether uh, he and he backed uh, Jeb Bush backed up uh, his brother. So it was like. You know, uh, it was the first. I mean, he brought up uh, the. He was the one to bring up the birther issue, right? And uh, that, that stung Obama pretty well. And then he brought he brought up nine eleven, and he, you know he's brought up a lot of stuff, and which I cited on my website because I so enjoy. Um, what you know, the, the, the comments that he makes are are things that we all see, but are denying. You know, like for instance, Ben Car- Carson's. Uh, you know. Uh, demeanor, okay, uh, is uh, the guy. The guy looks like he's on uh, uh, Valium, you know, serious loads of Valium. But then when you hear that he that he uh, had a very violent temper as a as a child and as a teenager, and and uh, threatened and and tried to kill somebody, um, you know that he had to have been sedated in some way to get through life, you know, uh, with with that kind of uh, problem. 
But, um, well, I'm glad you know, that Trump and, is and uh, talking he, about 9-11. I'm very glad. I mean, somebody needs to be talking about That's why this. I think it's so important that when, he, when nine he, brings, years now. he brings it out, suddenly the world goes to the re- goes to research it, you know what I mean, or, or check out what he's trying to say. And I, I that's the so. value of Trump in this, in this uh, debate, in this election. Uh, and the there's a reason. Is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a high that value. Stuff up. I mean, He's a loose cannon, and, and we need loose cannons, people who speak. Yeah, you do. You know, he's like Ross Perot was. You know, he's like, you know, uh, like everybody, you know. And uh, yeah. But he, he brings things to the surface, and he makes them uh, heard. And, I mean, not that everybody cares for his demeanor, but at the same time, you can't help but laugh at, at the guy. He's an entertainer. Well, I wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter yeah. uh, a couple a month ago, and I encouraged him to uh, look at, the DVD that we sent him, uh, which was all about the uh, well, you know what? That the, the explosive destruction of the World Trade Center skyscraper on 9/11. Yeah. And he wrote back. He said, uh, he, his campaign manager wrote back and said, "We'll look yeah. at it." Uh, and I was, you know, I, that's a presidential candidate, a serious one, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, it was great to have uh, have that feedback. There's a reason we have 2,750 architects and engineers calling for a new investigation and and uh, we've got the credibility that is needed for people to take it to listen, uh, exactly. our, take our website ae911truth.org that's ae911truth.org that link should go to every architect and engineer that that your listeners can find and everybody else that they know because american people need to know what really happened on 911 this was a major scam uh, in which uh, oh. Americans were fooled, and we were manipulated into going to war and giving up yep. our civil liberties through legislation and executive orders. Uh, yep. that now any of us can be arrested, uh, thrown in jail without being charged, without a right to a lawyer, a trial, a jury, and uh, indefinitely, indefinitely. We yeah. can even be uh, uh, tortured and and uh, and even assassinated. All this is quote legal. Uh, uh, by, yeah, by current and, measures. And on every, every, anything imaginable. But, uh, you know, I just read today that uh, there were 27 Republican uh, 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 was it senators, I think it was 27 Republican senators that voted uh, uh, for torture, for the torture bill to allow, oh. uh, you know, have, you, have you heard about that? The, no. The, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they, they support torture, okay, and they support the torture bill and uh, for prisoners in Guantanamo or wherever, and uh, uh, just brutal bastards, you know, that uh, you can't uh, you can't talk them out of it, you know. Right. They talk sense to these people, you know, they, they know torture is against the Geneva Convention, they know it's against every human um, you know, right uh, right that there, that exists and yet, you know, they don't care. You know, they, they, they don't care. And, well, uh, all of this started back on 9-11, and they've gotten their justification right. for a $4.5 trillion war uh, because yeah. of what happened on 9-11, and most specifically because of what happened at the World Trade Center, which is shown in the case of the Twin Towers that they are yeah. – uh, it's very clear that they are also controlled demolitions. Let me walk you through the evidence if I can. Is that Okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Great. And I, I think the, the the most amazing thing about 9/11, though, is the um, well, it, it, it just goes to, it just goes back to uh, Goebel, 
who said, uh, tell the biggest lie you can possibly tell, and that way they'll believe you. Because well, I, nobody right. will believe that that it, that it could be true. That's, and that's right. And, and that up, seems... Yeah, the Reichstag, you know. And that's right. It's a site. And then they blew up, yeah, it, terrorism, you know, their, their terrorist attacks. Uh, were what uh, allowed Hitler to gain power, and then Nazis. That's right, but, and, pe- and people so believe it because with. they that because they don't want to imagine uh, that such an evil could be true. And we were oh, sure. on nine eleven first in the morning with respect to the twin towers. I'll just take you step by step, uh, if sure. I can have the floor for a minute uh, through Absolutely. this evidence. No, it's really it. important that your listeners understand these concepts. We were told, for instance, by NIST. The, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, that these uh, buildings came down due to jet plane impacts and fires and the resulting, uh, of course, jet fuel fires. Most of that jet fuel burned up outside the building. The rest of it burned up within 10 minutes, and that's according to NIST. So we're just talking about it, it, like, it igniting a, a, a fire. Um, it's all that it really did. It, it didn't melt steel beams. It, it didn't even soften them. It's the fires uh, that they said uh, softened th- these um, uh, structural steel elements, and that because the the airplanes were said to have knocked off the fireproofing. Well, we won't argue about that. What what we're arguing about is this theory that says when the the structure failed, <clears throat> in the case of the North Tower, this 15-story section drove the rest of the building down to the ground and then destroyed itself. Now, this is a theory that came out in, a, a, I think, a 12-page paper uh, by Zdenek Brazant. It came out two days after 9-11. Uh, you must have laughed. I mean, a guy like that must be uh, a laughingstock amongst the, amongst the profession, isn't he? Well, I would hope so, but uh, it, it, I, yeah, I mean, how does he? How does that guy have any credibility at all? The, the entire the entire NIST theory uh, is completely um, uh, resting on 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 this guy, uh, and, and in two days, yeah. this this incredible theory uh, was produced. Obviously, it would, took, it would have taken months uh, to to pull this together beforehand. Anyway, the point is is that uh, there is no 15 story section uh, uh, seen in any of the photos or videos that's sh- shown at all any part of it uh, driving the rest of the building down. What happens uh, is in the first four seconds, that 15-story block is destroying itself. Very similar, actually, to Building 7. looks exactly right. like a, right. a, a controlled demolition. It's telescoping down. It's, its complete structural steel skeleton is shattered. It's turned basically into a liquid. And what's happening uh, after that is uh, after 156 witnesses now on record in the oral histories by the commissioner, Fire Chief Commissioner Thomas Von Essen, he talks uh, very. Uh, he, he he had these uh, first responders talk um, and, and and they're recorded and, and out of 500 of them totally, uh, 156 of them are talking about sounds of explosions, hearing them, being blown around right. inside the building, experiencing them, and seeing flashes of light. So uh, what happens at this onset of destruction after all these witnesses, none of which, by the way, appear in any of the final reports of the NIST, um, uh, of NIST. but uh, right. what happens is there's these series of explosions, they say like a belt wrapping all the way around the building, these synchronized explosions, pop, 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 
dozens of these witnesses are describing exactly that. After which yeah. we see the lateral ejection at 60 miles an hour of four-ton structural steel sections landing 600 feet in every direction. I mean, gravity yeah, works. I, I, yeah, I know. That, the blood, uh, it was amazing. It was just an amazing, crazy-looking uh, thing and it, 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 to, to watch. And, we uh, would expect in a gravitational collapse to see, yeah. uh, or a pancaking collapse, to see 110 floors under each of the at the bottom of each of the towers. But we don't see one. These are an acre in size, four-inch thick concrete, 90,000 tons of concrete pulverized in midair, which would take incredible explosive uh, force. And that's exactly what we see. Uh, coming out of the middle of the Twin Towers during its 12-second uh, destruction. In less than a dozen seconds, actually, the entire structural steel skeleton is completely shattered from top to bottom, leaving only a two-story pile of core columns, perimeter columns, other materials, uh, not, uh, not 20, 30 stories of, of gravitational collapse, which is what we'd expect. And so right. we also see on the way down these... Uh, isolated explosive ejections, which are very clearly explosions occurring at 160 feet per second, some of them, some of them 200 feet per second, uh, even 20 or 40 or 60 stories down below the uh, massive zone of destruction, uh, this mushroom-shaped cloud with, with uh, laterally ejected uh, structural steel elements following, trailed by uh, thick white clouds, uh, which is, again, uh, a, a, a byproduct of an exothermic reaction like thermate, which produces aluminum oxide uh, dust uh, or gas um, in, in, in its wake. These things look like rockets uh, flying out the side of the Twin Towers. Yeah, I, 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 I watched the movie. Um, you, know, you know what I was shocked at, though, uh, quite frankly, is that if... Um, I, I was trying. I, I, if you said uh, that you had sent that to Trump's uh, campaign, and you, and I believe he probably did watch it for him to make that statement uh, publicly. That uh, that there, I think if he ever got elected, all right, uh, as a uh, he may he may have the uh, he he may have that investigated again, you know. Which would be a wonderful thing, and that way you could put the Bush family, uh, uh, you know, in their graves. You know what I mean? That would be a wonderful thing, and I don't think he has any love for them anyway. But uh, well, we're, you know, we're I, 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 and then what Obama did to me, the the greatest, the greatest criminal act that Obama did in his administration was pardon the Bush administration, you know, for for war crimes that they committed, and. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just unbelievable, and all that stuff was there, and he knew it. But uh, and then he turns out to be just as bad as, as as Bush was, you know, in the long run. So you know, hopefully, you need a guy like maybe Trump will come in, and you know, I mean, God knows Hillary won't do anything, you know. So yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, I'm, I just don't know enough about politics to to share on that. But guess what I found, Leo? Um, yeah. I found the. Um, the location where we're going to be in Torrington on Saturday, oh. November 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, it's okay. the Trinity Episcopal Church. Oh, and okay. that's at uh, 220 Prospect Street in Torrington, okay. Connecticut. 
Um, and so we're looking forward to seeing people uh, come. And if anybody has any questions, they can call Bob. Uh, his uh, let's say give me his email. No, not that email. That's a tough email. But Bob can be reached at eight 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 four five. I can't even say his last name. Uh, his phone number though is eight four five nine two six 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 nine seven. That's eight four five nine two six 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 nine seven. And that and and his name is Bob. Yeah. He's the organizer of the of the of the meeting. Yeah, of the local yeah. uh, event. What we're doing, uh, Leo, is film is premiering our new film. It's called Firefighters, Architects, Engineers Expose 9/11 Myths, and oh, wow. uh, we take 20 different myths that's put out by the government, the media, uh, commonly held by people, and we expose it and provide all this evidence for explosive demolition and talk about the fraudulent report that NIST is responsible for. Um, now, is, uh, so, said, uh, now, is Bob a firefighter, or what, what is his... Uh, no, no, yeah, I don't know what his background is, but he is yeah. organizing it. Um, yeah. But uh, there, the firefighter... See, is, there, there were some guys in Torrington, I know. I, in fact, there was one guy who was the head of um, oh, uh, that group. Oh, boy. Um, they were big on 911, but it was the... Uh, Oh, you don't hear about them much anymore. But about a couple of years ago, they were they were quite strong. Um, they were the guys that were going, asking questions and going in the face of of uh, politicians and stuff and putting it on YouTube. Um, oh, we are changed. We are changed. Thank you very much. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, their their guy Luke, on. I think his name was uh, Bob Russell. Luke, I think or Luke um, Luke Rutkowski. Luke Luke Rutkowski. Luke Ruskowski is the guy's name. All right. Yeah. So is he involved with that with that group at all or no? Yeah, he sure is. Wearechange.org. You can see uh, okay, those interviews. But back involved with them. Great, great, great. But back to the, um, the the this premiere. It's really important that uh, people see it because here we have the founder of Firefighters for 9/11 Truth. His name is Eric Lawyer. Uh, he's a, <clears> he was a Seattle firefighter. Uh, and uh, he and I uh, were on the platform together, going back and forth. He covered uh, the National Fire Protection Association Manual 921, NFPA 921, which is which governs the investigation of fire and explosion, uh, uh, fire and explosions. And they uh, th- that manual was completely violated. It's uh, guidelines for oh, really? investigations. <laughs> And NIST actually helped to write this manual. So he goes through and shows how, you know, <laughs> they, they we have the illegal destruction of evidence in a crime scene. Yeah. We have not following standard fire investigative procedures, preservation of evidence. Uh, it goes on and on. It it's so really incredible. Up. Yeah, it was so screwed up. And I, I think I think that the most offensive thing to me, the, mo- the most offensive was uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, – uh, uh, mandate that nobody could wear respirators down there. Isn't that it yeah. was that not the most horrible thing? And then and that then Whitney Todd uh, Todd Whitman there uh, uh, came out and said the air was perfectly clear. Now they verified that it, you know I, I remember this this the, this organization from New York uh, downtown New York and Brooklyn or wherever uh, in the area. They said that the that that the uh, air quality was like Drano, 
Okay. Yeah, like that's Drano. right. And that, and that was for like well over a week or more. Okay, after that, after that happened, and uh, even even a great uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the, the the Irish guy that used to write for the oh whoa, a terrible of memory. Uh, he was a famous. He was a famous columnist, uh, Irish columnist for the uh, New York Post or whatever it was that he wrote for. And Jimmy Breslin, remember him? No. The Jimmy Breslin. No. You don't remember him? Well, Jimmy Breslin no. was, a, was a was a very very well uh, known co- columnist, and he, I believe he wrote for the Daily Post or the Daily News or something. I can't remember where, but he uh, well known. But he claimed that you know he died uh, a few years later, but uh, a few a few years ago, maybe about three or four years ago. But he died of nine one one related um, uh, 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 bronchial uh, bronchial uh, or cancer, you know, lung cancer. And um, he he said that he was he was very close to when it when it happened when it, when the thing fell. And uh, I remember him complaining that uh, that uh, they were um, his that that it was affecting him and affecting everybody in New York City, you know, many many people. And uh, then, about two years ago, you must you must have heard about this. Uh, two years ago, they came the uh, two or maybe two or years ago now that they came out with a with a settlement of six hundred fifty million dollars for the first responders suit, class action yeah. suit against uh, against the state of New York. Do you remember that one? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, when that happened, and that that I felt great about that when that happened because because I've been covering this with people for like yourself. And even we we even had David Ray Griffin on right when he first published his book, <laughs> you know, um, New Pearl Harbor, uh, back in 2003. And it's like it's like everything we've done, uh, or uh, you know, for, we followed this case right up through you. And I think you started. When did you start your organization, Richard? Uh, 2009. Yeah, because I had you on the. I had remember having you on the air. Um, uh, on my FM show, as well, at least a couple of times, joined uh, joined from 2009 to 2011, and um, um, and uh, we talked about that. But uh, you you actually started your your organization in 2009, and that was about that was five or six years after, um, or more. Uh, what it was nine, uh, eight years after the actual. Um, thing happened. Do you, why did it take you so long to to recognize that or to be able to see uh, or speak out on that? Uh, well, um, uh, let, let me clarify what I just said. Sure. 2009, in 2009, I went uh, full-time. Uh, I couldn't work for, as an architect anymore. There's just no time. I was traveling around the country and even around the world. Right. I know so you, I you put but tremendous effort we, into this. I know. But we but we started uh, Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth in 2006 when I heard uh, it was actually David Ray Griffin on the radio, and uh, he was um, talking about uh, these uh, 156, 118 at the time, uh, firefighters uh, uh, hearing all these explosions. Uh, that's correct. It had just yeah, come out, it had just come out uh, in August of 2005, but here in, in 2006 in May, uh, David 
Ray Griffin was being interviewed by Bonnie Faulkner on KPFA in Berkeley. I, I was shocked. I mean, I literally had to pull my car over and listen to the rest of this interview. I, I didn't. I, I, it was so startling. Yeah, it was riveting. I, I know. Never I, even I, I, heard. I, I had never even heard of of a. Um, uh, of an alternative theory about how these towers came down, and I'm going. These guys are total conspiracy theorists. I mean, what, what, <laughs> how really? could this be true? But he didn't. You know, he a he was making sense, rational sense. B he didn't sound like, you know, somebody that would be, you know, having an agenda or lying or something. So I listened to him, and I, I just turned my world upside down. And so that point, I was. A flag-waving Republican. I was rooting for Colin Powell as he went in to make his indisputable oh, case no uh, before the United Nations as to getting. Yep, that was me uh, going into Iraq and get those bastards. You know who oh helped uh, Osama bin Laden. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, it shows you. Hey, how we were in the trenches down there, and we were in the trenches in D.C. trying to, you know, uh, you're getting sprayed by tularemia and stuff, you know, for these bastards. Back in 2005, uh, that anti-war rally down there, there was almost half a million people uh, there in September of 05, and uh, all the biosensors went off in, in, in Washington, D.C. You realize that? All the all the biosensors that uh, for for uh, uh, which which were uh, designed to protect DC from from a bio bio weapons attack, right? Well, all of them went off, uh, all six of them in those areas, and they all went off from uh, uh, from uh, detecting tularemia, uh, uh, all right. And uh, that was announced by by the Washington Post, which is where I found it, which was a two, which is a day or two after the the uh, event happened, which I was there, all right. And um, and uh, the CDC put out a, actually put out a, a warning, all right. And uh, you know, and and uh, it was just phenomenal. And the press had very 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 little coverage except for my my own programs. I had I was at television then, and uh, as well. And I put out a, a full documentary on that as, and, and, a, and a health warning to the entire state of Connecticut, <laughs> Massachusetts, and New York uh, uh, regarding that. And uh, 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 those, that's where my, my radio and TV shows uh, resonated or were, were heard and seen. And, uh, uh, there, and there was only one other, and that was a, a guy uh, named uh, uh, Bob Fercakis. He's an attorney out in... Um, uh, um, in uh, Ohio, I believe, and he uh, he had a, a free press, and he published it as well. And uh, we were one of the only two, or possibly three, um, uh, 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 publishers who actually went after it. You know, and I talked about it uh, like crazy on my radio shows because uh, I mean, there's nothing nothing worse than being betrayed by your own. Uh, uh, you know your own your own country. You know being sprayed and killed. You know with a bioweapon. You know, and you know so many people were sick after that rally as well, even though they didn't know that they were sprayed. But they all came. Many 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 people I was traveling with came back. You know very sick. You know flu-like symptoms, which is exactly what um, tularemia uh, develops. You know causes. So anyway, I, 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 I know I went on there, but but we were. I, I mean, I everybody. Uh, and, and that I knew, okay, in, in my circles anyway, and, and broadcasts, 
were were vehemently against the Bush in the war, and um, you know, and, and and you know, we were one of the first radio shows to actually uh, promote the 911 conspiracy. We believe it or not, we were the first radio show that had David Ray Griffin on. <laughs> His very first interview was with us, and wow. uh, yeah, when we published that. Uh, he published the book, and we got the galley proof from his publisher, and uh, and publicist, and uh, and she uh, uh, and we uh, we had him on. In fact, the night that we had him on, he was just uh, he was um, uh, retiring from uh, Santa Clara, uh, uh, I think it's Santa Bar- Santa Clara College, where he was a theologian, and um, yeah, it was a fascinating interview for him. It was a, it was the first one he did he ever did, which was great. But um, that was, uh, and, and it went on. And his his book just just riv- was riveting for me, when, you know, when I read it. And um, I couldn't wait to talk to him. But, yeah, again, everything got kind of tarnished there. Uh, you know, the Bush administration, the CIA, the FBI, everybody got uh, their medals of freedom, you know, and, uh, and uh, uh, awards for 911. Uh, and uh, you know it's it just got all whitewashed, unbelievable. But I'm glad, I'm so glad I'm so glad you're um, you are uh, you're still fighting it, and uh, hopefully though something good will come of that. Um, but you're seeing how your your audiences how are they responding now? Are they better or yeah, still very well, they, they, or, our, our our audiences have always responded well. Once people yeah. actually look at the information, whether we're presenting a film like in Torrington or whether we're doing a live presentation like we've done 400 times in 37 countries in 85 American cities now. Uh, People by a show of of hands, uh, those who didn't uh, agree with us or who were unsure, almost all of them are moved into the camp where they agree with the evidence for controlled demolition and calling for a new investigation. So uh, that's that's the people who actually look at the information. It's the people who don't or are unwilling to who can't uh, imagine that such a thing could be true. So why spend the time uh, looking at it? Those are the people that, um, you know, uh, get get the uh, get the press, uh, uh, mm-hmm. get the get the quotes on the in the mainstream media. That's correct. No, you're right. And and. Unfortunately, uh, there, there's there's still a majority of people are uh, are still getting their news that way uh, from the mainstream, and they, it just doesn't seem like we can, you know, it, it's it's helping. I mean, things are coming, things are changing, uh, you know, dramatically. I believe in this this last year, um, uh, and people are opening up to, to conspiracies like this that have been go on going for ten years now, or 10, what, fifteen years, so. Um, no, I, I I I feel positive that uh, my own work, for instance, is beginning to to go viral on my my own website and my writings that go back to 2004 and, and cover all of these issues. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, and the Bush years and the you know and the, and, and uh, the the Iraq War and, and everything from those that period, and uh, you know, backed by uh, archive radio shows, you know. So I, I feel that uh, truth is eventually coming out. And there's so many other, uh, um, uh, like Rents.com and you know, uh, um, uh, um, 
Alex Jones and uh, you know David Icke and people like that who were the beginning were the people uh, with the websites and the radio shows at the beginning that were that were questioning all of these all these conspiracies you know and uh, you know and they're still around and they're they're still all doing strong and uh, I'm so glad you're still around and still going at it and uh, yeah I hope yeah I hope we can give you as much uh, support uh, as as possible you know. Um, yeah, and I appreciate the the interview today because uh, it, Torrington is uh, is uh, you know right in the middle of our of our um, effort here, uh, and so I, I hope people will come out and, and, and look at the information, get the information, and get our new fifty page booklet called Beyond Misinformation, uh, which wow. has been distributed forty thousand. Uh, copies out there now uh, in just a month. So we're, now, Richard, how, we're doing how are you really getting good. your funding? Uh, how how are you how are you funding your your mission here? Uh, the cause? We have are six, there donations, all donations, or are there? Um, I mean, to be able to tour thirty seven countries, that's that's quite a. Well, we, uh, we're we're people will call us and they'll say, uh, "Can you come?" Uh, uh, you know, to uh, in, in England uh, and. You know, this is how the summer tour, in which we had 21 different stops in 38 days. Um, wow. We, this is how it happened. Uh, so we got a couple of calls. We start to put together a tour. We call, uh, you know, our supporters in different countries. Right. And, and we say, hey, we're going to be in England. Do you, do you want us to stop over in Germany? Um, yeah. And, 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 and we went to Rome this summer also. Had a great presentation with the former uh, 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 Supreme Court uh, leader of that country um, and mm-hmm. the current honorary president, um, J- right. Judge um, Impasamato. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, he came and spoke also with us there, um, and Giulietto Chiesa, the uh, the uh, author of uh, Zero, the, the movie, very very. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many, you know, millions of people support uh, the, the call for the truth about 9/11, realizing that we were not. Oh, there are. It's, it's tremendous. Yeah. No. No. I, I agree with you. It's just. It, but so how we? Much is you can't so, get it past the, uh, past the. You can't get it into the into the mainstream media. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah there's a there's a serious uh, black curtain of, of censorship oh, yeah. in the mainstream media. And they, really they call true. you crazy if you if you pursue it. I mean, you, you know, it's it's um, uh, it's it's really it's really getting bad out there. I have to say that I I do believe it. But we I mean we do now have they're, uh, now they're calling conspiracy people uh, and nine one one people crazy. You know, they're calling them uh, mentally ill, right? That's and right. labeling yeah. them as, uh, as as kooks. Uh, unfortunately, there was a guy that was pulled off a plane the other day. Uh, you know. Uh, Saying that you know, calling out nine one one was fixed. Nine one one, you know, the guy was some kind of he was a little crazy, but um, they they pulled him off a pl- an airplane the other day. But oh, the, the the problem is that he's you know when you when you really I have found when you really began to analyze it and when you saw all the data and you listened and you interviewed all the people. That we did, and and you 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 knew in your gut that this was all wrong. This was horrible, and you know, and and you couldn't. I guess what it was was you couldn't believe how diabolical and horribly evil the 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 Bush administration was. Okay, and the the the, the, the 
and 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 you know what they did just, just beyond beyond uh, um, any kind of human <clears throat> compassion, any kind of human thought. It was just sheer greed and power, and uh, uh, you know, uh, greed and power. You know, I, I don't even know. I can't even think of anything good. Okay, that could say about it. I mean, when you, when you think that, that Donald Rumsfeld resigned in disgrace, okay, in 2006 because of his invasion, because he said that to the Congress that they would be, that it would cost $60 billion and be out in 90 days, okay, uh, in and out, all right? And uh, the Congress approved it, right? Well, what does it take? Ten years, $4 trillion, and, and it's still going on, you know? And, and and thousands and thousands of wasted lives, and uh, just a, just a, to, but you know when you realize that, when you when you come to grips with how evil this 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 country can be to its own people, how how diabolical they are, you know, in in their pursuit of power and empire, it's just you know staggering. It's just staggering, and 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 you you almost want to. Cower and disbelief, you know. And did, do you feel that way, or did that did it strike you that way, or no? You just well, want to strike um, out, or what? I, I want to wake people up because what yeah. the root of all of this, what you're talking about, is it, it all started with 9/11, and the smoking that's gun right. of 9/11 is Building Seven, and that's, that's right. why we always start with Building Seven. Uh, there's no way that a skyscraper can fall symmetrically at free fall acceleration uh, in under well, seven you, seconds due to normal office fires. And a child, a child gets this. A child gets this. He said, we pulled it. We pulled the building. Right there, he so said it on, the, that, on that documentary. So, we pulled it. So here's, so here's the owner of, the, of World Trade Center Building 7, who yeah. six weeks prior to 9-11 purchased all... Uh, the oh, other the leases, six, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, hold on, hold on, let me finish. Uh, who purchased the other six buildings? Uh, just in, in, just six weeks prior to 9/11, but massive right. terrorist insurance on it, and of course with a whole only 125 million dollars of his own money ends up with the uh, the entire complex and a 5.68 billion. Hey, hold on, he, I'm not done. Hold yeah, on, that was a double uh, indemnity hold insurance on, policy. Hold no. on. Hold on, I'm not done. Yeah. So he ends up with $5.68 billion in his pocket. So yeah. uh, a year after 9-11, he's being interviewed on PBS. And they say, um, uh, you know, tell us about this. Uh, what happened to this Building 7? And he says, well, uh, there's been uh, such terrible loss of life. Uh, I was talking to the fire commander, and he, he said, maybe the smartest thing to do is pull it. And so they gave the order to pull and we watched the building come down. That's right. So many, but, but many we know, people. We know that it takes a minimum of two to three weeks to prepare a building that size. Oh, it takes, it takes months. It takes uh, months, months, yeah. Dozens yeah. of operators. And, and so they, we're not talking about in, uh, in, in, in hours, you know. We're not talking that, about that, uh, uh, getting into a, a burning building <laughs> and setting explosives. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. So obviously this is how, how about how about the the beauty of that one was the BBC report that said building seven has fallen and it was standing it was standing in back behind the reporter the, 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 the BBC standing, 
The BBC yes. announced. She reported the BBC, it ten minutes before it fell. Yeah. The BBC, the BBC announced. The BBC announced the collapse of this building 20 minutes before it even collapsed, and they even gave the reason for its collapse. This is absolutely extraordinary. It, yeah, and there it I is standing. And they did it when they were standing. You could see the building right behind them. You know? That's right. So they say uh, they apologize for this grievous error, citing the confusing events of the day. Well, <laughs> does that make them psychic or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. hey, Leo, I my apologies, yeah. but I have a situation developing here. I've got, I've got to run. I wanted to That's thank okay. you so much for having us. I want to thank you. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to tell you, uh, if you want, you can embed this 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 whole uh, interview, this whole show, on your own site. Uh, okay. On, on okay. A, if you want, if you want to do that, um, please thank feel you. free to do that. You can go right in and embed it. There's an embedding um, thing there, and then you you just uh, take out the code and uh, and put it right on your site. And, thank uh, you very much, and we'll catch up with yeah. you later. See you in okay. Torrington. Thank okay. you so much. I hope to see you in Torrington. All right, Leo. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And that was Richard Gage, uh, the founder of uh, Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, and... Um, he is going to be at the Trinity Church in Torrington, Connecticut, on Prospect Street um, on Saturday. And for more information about that and about his uh, his incredible uh, mission here to educate the world on 9-11, um, is uh, go to a small a small e 911truth.org and. Uh, You'll see a whole eye full of incredible information there, and uh, and also you'll you'll see his video as well. Uh, and you go you you can actually go to my own site, my own website, look in the September um, archives, and you will see the 9/11 their their um, architects and engineers uh, uh, documentary. It's an hour long documentary on 9/11 uh, and and interviews hundreds of people and uh, architects, engineers, experts in the field, and uh, just a great movie. Uh, and uh, he also has a new movie out that he's, that he's showing now uh, on all these different uh, engagements. But I think if you go to A&E911truth.org, you can see his entire agenda um, of his travel, of his tour. And uh, I hope you do. And uh, good night, everybody. Uh, I hope you had a good evening. And we'll see you to talk to you tomorrow night. Right here. Good night, everybody.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.